Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at BJGeekNation.com. Having a tough time because of the economy? Well, we have a man that will answer your questions right now. He is KISW's financial advisor. From BECU, it's Todd Peach. Brought to you by BECU. Nick never gets old. Nope. (laughs) Todd Peach, everybody. And, of course, uh, BECU.org, that's where you can go to get a BECU membership. doesn't matter now. You don't have to be part of Boeing to get this. You can just live, work worship or attend school in a Washington State school district. Uh, it's really, really cool. Also, if you are a, you know, a past president or future employee, ooh, future employees going, I know I'll be an employee. Let me do it. <laughs> uh, all you got to do is just go to BECU.org, get all the info. Todd's got over 20 years of experience in the financial services industry, and we've been working for a few years now with Todd, helping folks figure out how to be good with their money Ever since the crash of, was it 08, 09? What was that? I, I, I know it was a bad, I think it was 09, wasn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. when it, the, the worst part hit. Yep. Yeah, so uh, in, in those years, we realized, oh, wow, we're not, uh, whoa, we got to be better with our cash just in case someone else isn't. And uh, Todd's been helping us out since then. And if you have any questions, 206-421-ROCK. ROCK is 7625. You can also text us at 77999. Let's go to Tim in Snohomish. Tim, you are on the ROCK. Hi, how you doing, guys? Not too bad, buddy. What you got for Todd? So I just we recently went through a job change. I was working my last job for seven years, and I'm, I have no past renter's uh, history because I've lived with my parents. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out what's my best route to either get a home loan and get to buy a home, or should I just try to find an apartment and build some renter's history and continue on with my job change? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, well, Tim, what, is a, uh, what does a rent history have to do with buying a home? Well, I didn't know if having rent history is going to affect get needing to get a home mortgage, home loan mortgage or not. No, no. It, it actually has nothing to do because your rent payments today, anyway, are not even reported on the credit bureaus. So the first thing you need to do is go to annualcreditreport.com, pull a copy. Let's see what's out there. You may have a – do you have any credit cards or any other debt that you've, you've had in the past or now? Um, I have a credit card, some credit debt, but it's all on top of and paid, and, yeah. and it's, being, it's all paid. Okay, that's uh, that's awesome. So if you can just, we need to work on getting your credit and getting you a, a down payment. Um, and are you in the same industry? So I, I know you same jo- you you mentioned you same changed jobs after seven years, but is it in, within the same industry? No, I went from home care to in home care, and now I'm doing construction. Okay, so it might it might take a couple years since you've changed industry. They're going to look at that at that that history, and if you're on a new job and a new career. Um, that you know, is, it might take a couple years for that, but that's something we can look at. In the meantime, I think we need to w- look at your credit. So let's let's k- continue to improve that and work on saving some money for a down payment. So I appreciate, right, well, 
Appreciate the call, Tim. Thank you, man. And uh, Todd, Tim illustrates, uh, because I see that he was in his early 20s, you know, Tim illustrates Mm -hmm. what I think a lot of young people don't know, and I don't know if it's something that their parents are even doing, and that is getting a financial advisor uh, of some sort in your life. And I and I don't know if that's what you guys if you offer that at BECU, mm-hmm. but is is it ever too young? Are you ever too young to get some sort of financial advisor in your yeah, life to or, answer these kind of or, questions? Yeah, if not necessarily, a financial advisor is probably going to really talk about retirement planning, and they're going to be experts in retirement planning and saving for retirement. But there's all kinds of resources out there for Tim in his twenties. What he should be doing if his goal is to buy a house? If his goal is for retirement, what does that look like? But in his at his age, his immediate goal is. Is retire is is buying a home, right? Or maybe it's a car. All kinds of free resources out there. Um, obviously, at BECU, we have seminars and webinars and different things on understanding credit or buying a home. Um, the Department of Financial Institution uh, (DFI) uh, state has all kinds of resources. So there's a ton of stuff out there. Um, you can go to your web, uh, the, you know, the KSW site. We have some of that listed right there with links to to the, to, the, to the, a lot of these resources. But take it upon yourself to learn because you're you're responsible for your own learning. Nobody else is going to really uh, take the initiative for you. We got a text at seven seven nine nine nine. This person says I just uh, had a short sale done. What's my What's your best advice for me getting my credit repaired? And and before we go on, can you tell everybody what a short sale is first? Yeah, oh, it's. it's it's not, not a, a small person that sells their home. Right? Yeah. That's what I've done. Oh, I mean, oh that's not on the learning the, channel? The, the, the realtor is... <laughs> that's um, that's, that's uh, a short short sale. Yeah. 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 Realtor is a little person. Yeah, short sale, big world, new on the TLC network. It's where the when you're when you're selling your house, you owe more than the property is worth, and and the, the bank uh, or the credit union agrees to go with, forward with the sale with a deficiency balance. So you're, uh, you're selling the home for more than what it's worth, so the bank is either going to forgive that or you're probably going to, in, in many cases, come up with a repayment plan to pay that difference. But sometimes they'll forgive it, sometimes they won't. It really depends on the circumstances. Um, so now, as far as what going forward, um, it's a short sale, so it's not a foreclosure. So that's much that's a better alternative than a foreclosure or where you're being forced from your home. So that is going to help. It's, you're probably looking at about a two to three years before you're going to be, be able to purchase another home. But, but that's not the end of the world. So now we really need to, again, back to Tim in his situation is, is let's take a look at our credit. Let's get some good credit out there, re, you know, get, rebuilding that and saving, saving for a down payment on the next home. Because the more you have to put down, the better your chances of getting something. And I'll tell you, Todd, it's, you know, it's, it's disturbing that you could have a great rental history. Like you could be make, you know, pay all mm-hmm. your rent all on time, and that yeah. does nothing to contribute towards your FICO score at all. Yep. And, and they're, they're working on that. I, I, I would say there will be some point in time where that will be happen, that will happen. But the problem is you have a lot of, you know, certainly the larger rental co- companies could report to the bureaus, right? But if you have a small person that just has, a, you know, one apartment that they own that they're renting out and they have to report that to the bureaus, it, it, it just hasn't happened yet. And, and uh, do you know if there's a way where you could report it? Like if you could get some sort of statement or, or, or uh, any kind of notarized letter from your landlord... No, nothing. No, no, there's nothing, nothing yet anyway. But again, those are coming. And it, actually, the, it's very interesting that the whole reporting, we're going to have to see where this goes. But we're talking about there, there's theory about a social score. So you have Facebook and you have Twitter and all this. Or, and you're, a, social a social score? score. What? Yeah. yeah. 
So they they they're able to rate how you be on these networks, yeah. and I mean, that will that, also contribute to whether you get loans. That could be. I mean, what? that that could be a future. That's a futuristic wow. thing. That, that there's so much. If you so should it, I poke more people on Facebook? Does <laughs> yeah, that help? I think so there you go. There you go. I, I haven't been doing it yeah. because I hate being well, poked. If you, if you be think, warned, Rockaholics. I'm poking all of you today. If you think about it, there's all this information out there that's public, right? And and. Oh, there's so many young people acting like idiots on Facebook well, and Twitter. I mean, it, oh. it might be time to just think about your social score. Yeah. For not Vicky, only your score, You'll but never your... buy a house, Vicky, with your social score. Her Instagram page, that account itself will get her basically thrown in jail, let <laughs> yeah. alone any... Yeah. Ay, ay, yeah. Ay. But, I mean, a lot of employers are looking at for jobs, too, right? So they're going to look it up to see uh, as a kind of a background check process. So just be careful out there. Yeah. 206-421-ROCK-ROCK is 7625. A social score, Steve. Oh, man. Things are getting weird, man. <laughs> you can also text us at 77999. If your calls don't get through, if you, for some reason we don't get to you, uh, go to KISW.com because you can email Todd. He'll answer all of your questions. He's willing to do that. And you just scroll down KISW's Facebook page, I should say main webpage, and you'll see Todd's smiling face on the right side and just click on that banner. Let's go to Julie in Kirkland. Julie, you are on the rock with Todd Peach from BECU.org. Go ahead. Good morning. Good morning, Julie. Good morning. All right, so I've been a professional dog trainer for 10 years, and I know that when you go to get a house loan, they want to see, you know, your career history, a Mm -hmm. consistent career history. Mm -hmm. I'm going back into the veterinarian technician to get my degree. Okay, that's a whole different story. Do they see that as a consistent career choice, being that I've been working with animals, or is it going to be a different entity uh, a trainer versus a technician. Oh, good question. Because it, uh, it, it, I could see how they would see it both ways. But I mean, she is in the same you know animal industry. What, what do you think, Todd? Uh, I mean, I think there's a. I think you have a case. You have ten years of work history here, and and you're and you're only moving up, right? We're not going. Yes. We're not going backwards. To so, the yes. east side, to a deluxe apartment in oh the my sky. Goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Julie. I, I don't see. I don't. I don't think that'll be an issue. I think the bigger bigger part is what your credit is and how much down payment you're going to have to put down okay. the home. Um, and and um, there are all kinds of resources. If you want to email me, I can hook you up. But um, I think the first step is to if you're uh, do you have any money for a down payment right now at all? We have a substantial amount, and we uh, we want to start uh, save more in the next year and a half. We want to put at least fifteen percent, and our max that we want to buy is a. 450 house. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, it, it wouldn't hurt to um, even get pre-qualified now or look at look at what you could afford and, and maybe even sit down with a, a mortgage loan officer to take a look at your situation. Wouldn't cost anything. Lynn, you will know kind of where you stand and, and if you have any okay. holes that you need to, to fill in uh, to get there. Yeah, appreciate the call, Julie. Thank you. And again, that is another thing that BECU will do. Sure. Uh, and that, that, the cool thing about BECU being a credit union is that everybody owns the place. I mean, uh, Anyone who banks there, does any financial stuff there, you are a member. Therefore, you have equal power within there because that's what BECU is about and a credit union is all about. Yeah. Members are the owners. Yeah. So uh, that's that's the cool thing about it. And the services are just amazing. And unlike traditional banks, uh, because you're the owner, yeah, chances are bad stuff's not going to happen because we're all working for each other as opposed to, you know, like, well, a traditional business, if you will. Yep. Yep. Let's go to Jeremy and Bothell. Jeremy, you're on the rock with Todd from BECU. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Jeremy. What you got for Todd? Hey, so me and the wife are looking to buy a house uh, probably second quarter of next year. Mm-hmm. And we were thinking about deferring on our retirement installments and just looking at building up cash. Mm-hmm. Um, wondering if that is a good move or if we should mm-hmm. just maybe wait a little longer to buy the house. 
How old are you, Jeremy? Twenty-seven. Okay. Um, do you have a, a Do you have a match at work with your retirement? It's not not great, so not really. Not not a huge match. Yeah. Okay. Um. Um. Is, do you get a match at all, though? Uh, yeah. So we're we're gonna do that, but then we've been putting over that. So okay. Looking at you know we do our Roth, so the eleven thousand. Oh. Okay. I mean, I, I I think that's a great plan. If you can if you can manage to make sure you get the match, that's the free money, right? We don't want to ever give that up. Um, and if you're still putting, the, you know, maxing out your Roth, which it sounds like you are, eleven thousand, so fifty five hundred dollars each. Um, and then I think now your next goal is is that house. So um, should we not do the Roth? I mean, that's what my question is. Should we cancel the Roth and you know keep that extra eleven thousand? What year? is the Roth again, Todd? Is the Roth you get taxed at the end, or you don't get taxed at the beginning? How does that work? Yeah, it grows tax free. So you're, it's after tax money today. Yeah. But but in Jeremy's case, in thirty years or whatever, when he, he won't needs, get, yeah. he's not going to pay any tax. And that is so powerful. I would say for anybody in their in their twenties, thirties, and even forties to. You know, make sure that the Roth is after matching. That's where you want to go. So, do you think that's more valuable to do that than the interest money he would save by having extra down payment money? That's the. I guess that's what you weigh out. You go. You take a yeah. look at the interest rate. What is the higher return for you? Right. Yeah, and in 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 Jeremy's case, I mean, we're looking at. He said second quarter of next year, so that's about a year away, right? And, and the and the goal is to own is to buy that house. So, a, a, a couple things you could do. You could continue to contribute to the Roth. You can take out of the Roth um, your your contributions at any time. You just can't take earnings out until you're 59 and a half. So, Jeremy, you, the money you have in the Roth it already could be taken out if you needed it for that down payment. So I would continue with the Roth right now and then and then see where you're at for the second quarter of next year, um, and we can assess where, where that money needs to come from for that down payment. I appreciate the call, Jeremy. And, Todd, uh, we're, we're getting close to having to wrap up, but I – you know, there's a lot of numbers that have to be crunched in that kind of situation because mm-hmm. it, it just seems like all it is is like, all right, what is my best value? Should I, you know, save money because I'll have a great interest rate return over those years? Or is it better to uh, not save the money, put it towards a down payment because of the amount of interest I'd have to pay over a 30-year mortgage? Those are the kind of numbers that you, people don't know, but you could sit down with somebody and mm-hmm. they could easily. And is that something that they could get at BECU if they just walk in and go, here's what I'm faced with, like Jeremy's situation. Would somebody help them through that? Yeah, I mean, you could talk to an advisor and some of that, you know, probably do it over the phone, maybe not be in person in, in that case. But he really has two goals going on here. He wants to get that home, right? That's the short term goal. Long-term goal is the retirement, so we just need to figure out a way to balance both of those. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about having an advisor is that, you know, it's just a matter of somebody being able to figure out those numbers and then going, and then that makes you feel better knowing, all right, this is the better value. Yeah. This is the way I should and, go. And a lot of it's a personal decision, right? I mean, as far as what you should do, what kind of house, we didn't talk about what kind of house we're going to be looking at here, how much is it going to cost. Um, how much can you put together? So we really need to walk through these numbers. Yeah, and there's a lot of info, too, when it comes to how much of a down payment, yep. you know, you know, PSI, all that. Yep. There's so many ridiculous things that the average person PMI just doesn't insurance. know. Yeah, yeah. You don't or, or PMI, yeah. as opposed to PSI, which is deflate gate. <laughs> That's a whole different stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've got PSI on the brain. Yeah. Yeah, Todd, what can BCU do about this whole uh, Tom Brady ball situation? That's awesome. All right, well, uh, we've run out of time, but again, if you didn't get through, not a problem. Just go to KISW.com, scroll down on the website, on the right-hand side you see uh, Todd's smiling face, or Tom Brady is there, too. Uh, And what you can do is uh, email Todd. He will answer your questions. That's the cool thing about it. BECU.org is where you can get more information about how you can join that great credit union. And uh, again, Todd Peach, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks, BJ. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.